0: Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. And today I want to remind you that you are the dad and your children are not. I wanted him to know that it was okay and that it wasn't his fault. I didn't want him to feel guilty for something that didn't fall on him. Because in the past. I don't remember what the circumstances were, but I remember, I remember asking him to help with one of his sisters, and he didn't, and I got frustrated that he didn't help. I got frustrated that what I asked him to do, he did not do, and that I had to clean up some mess because of that, and then I realized, you know what, he is not their father. If you're a dad who wants to embrace your God-given mission, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also get more content on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you want even more than that, then head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com. Like I say at the beginning of every episode, I am not the perfect dad. I understand that I will never achieve the status of perfect dad. I will never come to you and claim to have a full and comprehensive whole knowledge of all things fatherhood. I will never offer you a manual on how to do fatherhood right. I will never give you the one, two, three, four, five-step process that you need to follow so that you can be the perfect dad. Perfection is unattainable. So just like you, I strive to be a better dad every day. Now that means that I have plenty of failures behind me, and I know that, unfortunately, I'll have plenty of failures in front of me as well. But I learn from those failures. I learn from those mistakes. And that's one thing, just before I get into the story, that I think is important for us to be mindful of. Failures are not a form of discouragement. They ought to be a source that we pull from for knowledge and for wisdom. So, that we can learn from those past failures and that we can make the corrections that we need to make so that we can have future successes. That's one thing that we need to be mindful of when it comes to our failures. But I have failed and I have reflected on those failures and I have learned some things. And on occasion, I get the opportunity to show that I have learned some things from my failures. So, just recently, I had this little, (laughs) I'm going to call it a half win. You'll understand why in just a little bit, but I had this opportunity where I realized, you know what? I am becoming a better dad. I am more mindful of things than I used to be, and I did not fail in this area like I have failed previously. So let me just tell you the story, and then you can pull out all the nuggets for yourself. My father was at the store, and he saw a trampoline for sale, and he thought it was a great price, so he bought it. He called me first. That was a great thing. And if you are older and you have kids and you've got grandkids, call your kids before you just buy your grandkids these great, big, extravagant gifts. Anyway, I agreed to it because that was something that we were actually looking at for the kids. So he bought one. He brought it over. And then he left. So I got to put it all together by myself. That was so much fun. Had a bruise on my hip from trying to hold myself against the rail while I pulled the stupid spring into the slot. But I, I enjoyed it. I'm so happy that the kids have this trampoline. Thank you, Dad, for thinking of me when you thought of them. Anyway, got it together. It took a couple of days to finally get this thing together just because of time restraints and the normal fun chaos of family. So it took me a little bit of time to put it all together. And the second day when I was wrapping things up, I had the kids on the trampoline just kind of playing while I was trying to secure the net and all that fun stuff. That turned into a mistake. So I told the kids, I said, let's reapproach this new strategy. You go inside. You can watch an episode of Dino Trucks, and then I will finish the net up, and then you can come back out, and you can jump. Now, ironically enough, my two-year-old and four-year-old little girl enjoy Dino Trucks, and so my son is thrilled by that. So they all get along. It's nice having some sort of a show that all the kids agree to watch together. Now, they all went inside. And I went to the sliding door in the back, and I looked inside. And I said, Frankie, I said, make sure you have JoJo in the living room before you turn the TV on. I said, if she knows that you're going to watch Dino Trucks, she will sit, and she will watch it. And she will not just explore the house and see what she can find and sabotage the place, because she likes to do that. So he said, all right, you got it, Dad. So I go outside, and I finish the trampoline. 30, 45 minutes later, I come back in the house. And I tell the kids, the trampoline's ready. I look in the living room, and JoJo is nowhere to be found. So I asked Franklin, I said, buddy, where is JoJo? His eyes get real big because he realized I was asked to help with her. And I did not do it. So he said, I think she's upstairs playing in her room. So, I run upstairs real fast because what I'm expecting to see if she's actually in her room is every wipe that we own that we keep in her closet all over the floor. And I don't just mean that she will open one pack and she will just go through the existing pack and pull out the wipes. She will go through every pack that she can because she likes to play mama and she interprets that as changing a lot of diapers. So, I did not find her upstairs. Her light was on. The room was moderately clean, no wipes. That's what I was concerned about. And she wasn't there. So I look around just a little bit more, still don't see her. She's not upstairs. And I hear my son say, Daddy, I found her. So I start coming downstairs, and I notice that she's got something on her face. And I get closer to her, and when I realize what is on her face, I realize where she has been probably the entire time. So I run into my bathroom, and there on my wife's vanity, is just about every facial product that she owns (laughs) smeared all over the countertop. It was a disaster. And that's another part of playing mama, is that JoJo likes to be like her mama. So she will take things that are on her vanity that don't always go on her face, but she will put them on her face. Anyway, it was a disaster. It was a huge mess. And Frankie was a little concerned. Now, in this moment, historically, what I did at least once that I finally came to my senses on is I would have gotten on to my son. Frankie, why'd you let this happen? Frankie, I told you to do this. Why did you not do the one thing that I asked you to do? That's what I could have done. But that would have been a mistake. Because I'm the dad. And he is a child. He is never responsible for being the dad to his sisters. He's a brother. Now, he is a wonderful big brother, even at six years old. 95% of the time, if we ask him to help, he does it. And he does a wonderful job at it. But 5% of the time, he's a six-year-old. And I have to understand that he actually is a six-year-old. And he is going to be a six-year-old little boy. And he's going to do what a child will do. And so when I noticed that he had some concern on his face, like this was his fault, this is when I stepped in and I proved to myself that maybe I am getting a little bit better as a father. I pulled him to the side and I said, Frankie, this is not your fault. I know I asked you to do this, but this is not your fault. JoJo did this. Jojo is my daughter. I'm her dad. You are not her dad. You are not responsible for her. She's daddy's responsibility. Don't feel bad. It's okay. This is daddy's fault. Daddy will take care of it. I wanted him to know that it was okay and that it wasn't his fault. I didn't want him to feel guilty for something that didn't fall on him. Because in the past... I don't remember what the circumstances were, but I remember, I remember asking him to help with one of his sisters, and he didn't. And I got frustrated that he didn't help. I got frustrated that what I asked him to do, he did not do, and that I had to clean up some mess because of that. And then I realized, you know what? He is not their father. He is not a dad. He is a little boy. He should not even know what to do. And the fact that he helps and the capacity that he does help is remarkable. This isn't on him. And I had to apologize to my son. And so let me wrap up this story and direct it to you. If you have never made this mistake, be mindful that you never do. Always remember who you are. You are the dad. And so, your children are always your responsibility. There is never a moment that you get to wash your hands and say, you know what? I told the big sister or the big brother to take care of little sister or little brother, and they didn't do it. And now I have to deal with all of this. It's their fault. Never make that mistake because you and you alone are the dad. So, don't make the mistake if you haven't made it. And if you have made the mistake, like myself, and you haven't apologized, I would do that as soon as you can. Apologizing to your kids does a lot for them. Not only does it help them deal with any potential trauma or grief that they still might toss around in their mind, but it also exalts your character in their eyes that much more. So go and reconcile whatever past failure you have where you've accused your child of doing something that you are supposed to do. Because I think about my situation with the story that I told you. I could have taken 90 seconds, come inside, and made sure that JoJo was in the living room, and then I would have had zero mess to deal with, potentially. Potentially. But I'm fairly confident that if she was there, that would not have happened. I could have taken the time, and I could have been the dad that I'm supposed to be, And I could have avoided the mess that I had to clean up. But I didn't. And because I didn't, I recognize that that falls on me. So if you've made the mistake in the past, don't make that same mistake again. Take responsibility for your actions. Nobody wants to be, and nobody needs to be, the type of person who always shifts the blame to other people. There are people that I have worked with. Who have been over projects, and the projects have not been completed when they were supposed to be, and when confronted about the failure, they would say, well, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do, and I worked through all these other uh, circumstances that were chaotic, and I still did what I was supposed to do in spite of all of that, but so-and-so didn't do this, and so-and-so didn't do that, and then this happened, and that threw that person off, And they never take any responsibility for the failure. They always just shift the blame. The problem is that when you do that, you become stagnant and you don't grow. You lose your ability to influence other people. And as dads, we cannot afford to be that type of person because we have to be growing. We have to be becoming better dads every day. If we're going to be what our children need us to be and whatever season of life they go through, we have to be growing. And we have to have our influence with our children. We are the most influential voice in our children's lives. And we cannot just give that away because we want to be selfish and act like we do no wrong and act like we make no mistakes. Don't shift the blame. Choose to take responsibility for your actions, and your mistakes. If you were at work and you were over a project, and you had a team beneath you and things didn't get done, it would be your fault if the project was not completed on time. Now, you might have to have a conversation with a team member, but that's probably a conversation that you needed to have earlier on to say, hey, we're a little behind schedule. How can I help you so that we can get this portion of the project completed. And that is amplified in our role of dads because we are there to lead and to serve our children. If your child is struggling with something and they're supposed to be helping you with it, you as the dad should approach them and say, how can I help you with this? How can we work together to get this done? You are the dad you have to take responsibility you have to bear the responsibility that comes with being a dad so don't ever make the mistake of shifting the blame and pointing the finger at a child for not doing what you as the dad are supposed to do now i told you at the beginning that this was a bit of a half win for me because yes I still had the mess. Yes, I learned some other things that maybe that extra 90 seconds of being a little bit more involved and making sure that everyone is where they're supposed to be, that would be helpful. But when the tragedy fell and the chaos started up, I was proud of myself that I was mindful of what was going on, that I had reflected enough on a past failure to realize I need to make sure that my six-year-old that my little son realizes that he's not responsible for this because he's not daddy. He's just big brother, and he's a great big brother. And just make sure, make sure when you have that conversation that you don't tear them down. Don't use sarcasm. Don't be passive-aggressive. Get over yourself. You know you make mistakes. You know you fail. It's a part of life. Don't act like it's that big of a deal. It happens to all of us. Again, failures ought not to be a form of discouragement, but rather they should be a source of knowledge and wisdom that we can pull from so that we can have future successes. So, I wanted to share that with you, not to boast, not to brag. I am happy that I am becoming a better dad every day. But I wanted to share that because I think that's a very important lesson that we as dads need to be mindful of, having the proper expectations of who we are as a father and who our children are as children. They are children, and we are dad. And we need to make sure that that's who we are always being. This is Father in Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. Thank you so much for being with me, and I hope you will join me next time. Thank you again for listening to Fathering Our Future. If this episode has served you or you believe it will serve another dad in the future, make sure that you leave a like, a comment, a review, or share this so that it can reach another dad. And so that you don't miss out on another episode, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, for more great content, head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com.